Hey, y'all, welcome to another episode of Purse First, the only podcast exclusively about the girls and the gays that rap. I'm Cecily, also known as Bad Fat Black Girl, also known as He Is Not My Nigga. Oh, and I am Prince Pierre, also known as Big Barb in Charge. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Um, Well, okay, so first of all, Pierre is my nigga, y'all, but the rest of these are not. Okay, so, speaking of Big Barb in Charge. Okay, I was just about to say, tell us more. (laughs) Tell us more. Y'all, I am living in fear. (laughs) <laughs> right now because I we think- have a double agent we have a <laughs> double agent y'all <laughs> ain't shit funny y'all you know what fuck you Cecily fuck your it's intro y'all so funny though no, no. you're so saucy about it Pierre's y'all so- <laughs> y'all this is what pisses me off and this is why we have to do screenings y'all I love it. It, all my bars out no. there and this is what proves that y'all barbs are chaotic and disorganized <laughs> because hoping, y'all can't know, even keep up. Stuff. Y'all can't even keep up with a motherfucker from one platform to another, baby. To our <laughs> listeners, before Cecily even digs deeper, because it's way deeper than what I saw. Y'all know I follow all the barb pages and the barbs, all the barb pages follow me. Anything I tweet about Nicki Minaj, it is blowing up, honey. And my whole timeline is filled with anything that is Nicki Minaj. Y'all, I'm on my timeline. <laughs> Minding his bar business. Minding my bar business. In his and safe one space. Of the, one of the barb accounts said, yeah, hey, barbs, tune in for a history lesson. And this tweet had like thousands of thousands of retweets. And it is Cecily. It is a TikTok from Cecily's TikTok account giving history lesson on Nicki Minaj. And all the barbs are on there like, yes, queen, we love a barb that knows her history. We love a history barb. We like, and I'm just on there like, I know you are fucking lying to me. Woo! Did I, first of all, was my list legit or not? I was like, I was living. I was like, okay, she's stepping into her barb bag, but this bitch is not a motherfucking barb, y'all. Don't I was back then. Y'all. I was a barb then when I was listening to them songs. And tell them and, who stepped into your TikTok this, this and, Okay. And that's what makes it so funny because that's actually the second video that I posted about Nicki Minaj. Yeah. The first, so, so the video that Pierre is talking about is a TikTok that I made on my account, which honestly, at this point, y'all really need to follow me at Bad Fat Black Girl yes. on TikTok. It's basically damn near, a, it's a purse first TikTok because yes. I pretty yes. much only talk about rap girls mm-hmm. on my TikTok. And my TikTok has blown up. I actually officially have more followers on TikTok than I do on Instagram, which is crazy because I just started making TikToks. That's you are a ago. TikToker. Yes, you I have, have to show 55, me. I have 55 points. Uh, six thousand followers on TikTok. I am, Definitely I am, I'm Gen Z, bitch. I'm a TikToker, ho. Um, but anyway, yeah, Instagram count your numbers, ho, because I mean, the numbers that we doing on TikTok, the girls just aren't growing like that on Instagram. Even if y'all go look at y'all favorite accounts, like that have like a lot of followers, like you know, 
a few hundred thousand, you will notice that like they're staying right in that area. Like my follower count has not gone up on Instagram Me? in like months at this point. An influencer like, and I went on a date recently, a big time influencer, and he told me that a big time because, influencer because he has millions of millions of followers. But he told me it's because we do stories. Well, because I do stories. When we post more, that's basically all of our following stopped growing when Instagram in, introduced stories because stories is only for our followers. It's not for us to get you. any more followers. And you know, I only post on my story. I never right. post on the actual posting page. Right. So that's what we have to do more. But on TikTok, you post every damn day. You post in like I, I go on spurts. I post every other day for like a week, a week and a half straight, and then I have to take a break for like a week and a half, a week and a two weeks. So now yeah, I'm about I'll be to going start on up. Page but, yeah. Y'all, Cecily be like Cecily really <laughs> is a TikToker now. Like, like dead ass. Like she got transitioned. It be shit in the background. Like she be. <laughs> She be in a green screen and shit. I'm like, what the bitch? When did this happen? That is like, the most I basic when function. We start... <laughs> I don't know how to do that shit though. But who stepped into? Who stepped into? Okay, what? okay. You know, we, we, off topic. we off topic. We off topic. We off topic. Right. Who stepped into the? Um, who stepped into the bad black girl role? Okay. Who stepped into the? So, um... All right, back on topic. So the video and here we're just talking about and stepped into the comments to let motherfuckers know what time it was. So what the time video. It was. That Pierre was originally talking about. I did. I did this video that was basically like the young barbs need to show some respect because y'all be so loud on the internet, basically. And like y'all favorite feature Nikki versus is not the same as my feature, my Nikki feature versus. And that's how you can tell the difference between the generations of barbs. And so that was the video Pierre was talking about when he, when the barbs was like, yes, get the history lessons. It was barbs in my comments talking about some not me screenshotting the list, like da 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 da. But that video was a follow up from me finally doing the who Nicki Minaj makes music for video. So y'all know that's like, those are, for those of y'all who do follow me on TikTok, y'all know that's that those are the brand. videos that I'm known mm-hmm. for. I always mm-hmm. do, okay, this rap girl makes makes music for this. And then when I get to OGs, people who've been in the game for longer than like 10 or so years, I put them in the auntie category. So Nicki Minaj is like the youngest of the aunties, right? And so I finally did, you know, Nicki's video. And one of the things I said was, you know, Usually when I talk about an artist's music, their music, the vibes of their music is liter is usually different than whatever their sun sign is. Um, we're going to talk about astrology a little bit later, but I can tell some of you hoes ain't into astrology because when I say placements, y'all think that only means y'all sun sign. That's not what that means. But anyway, so I was like, yeah, Nikki is one of the few people whose, you know, music matches her sign because the way she like switches her flows and um personalities in her music is giving very chaotic Sagittarius energy. And y'all, I get a call from my nigga and then a follow-up text. So I know something has happened. It's urgent. And all I see is a screenshot from my nigga to me, because my nigga a barb too. Love quiet as kept. All I see is a screenshot of like a Nikki comment. So the before I even read it, y'all, the first thing I did was panic because you know that could really go. That could be one or two <laughs> things, okay? That, that could go real, real left, real, real quick. So I was like, shit, like this lady is in my comments. So Nikki come into the comments, and of course, what y'all think Nikki was doing into my comments? I'm gonna give y'all a second. 
being shady to the rest of the rap bitches. She come on talking about some, she come under the post comments and talk about some, it matched my sign because I write it with the little writing emoji. And what was so funny about that was that at the time when Nikki commented on that video, the video didn't even have 50,000 views. So if y'all want to know, Onika is is Googling that name. She's, she's on the internet, honey. She's, she's searching her name in them tweets. She's searching her name on that TikTok. She is on that internet, honey. And she sees what the barbs are sending her and she sees what is going on. I mean, but y'all already knew that, which is why, you know, Nicki Minaj be knowing so much about girls who are, you know, so much younger and like so not even on her level as y'all say but child so nikki pop up in my comments i said oh nika don't come over here acting up on my on my page and so you know the barb's going crazy or whatever so then i did that video and then i did the follow-up video that pierre just mentioned and again the barb's like yes and i was like "Uh uh-oh these people think i'm a barb they're gonna kill me when they find (laughs) out They are going to kill me when they find out how bad this lady works my nerves. And y'all know I actually love Nicki. Y'all know I I am a Nicki Minaj fan. I'm not a bard, but I am definitely a Nicki Minaj fan. I am, you know, critical of some of the things that Nicki does and how she behaves, as you all know, as listeners of this show. But I but but Onika Tanya Mirage was in my comments, y'all, and not a barb stick on one of them. He pulled up and said, Yes, I agree with you. Uh yes. It, it is crazy, Sagittarius. You know why why that reflects in my music? Because I wrote it. These other whole signs don't reflect in their music because another motherfucker nigga wrote it. You can't tell that they are crazy Gemini or crazy Taurus because a motherfucking Capricorn or somebody wrote it. You listen to Nicki music and it gives crazy Sag energy because a crazy Sag wrote it. As long as we on the same page about that. <laughs> See, my bitch didn't even debate the fact that no. Stephanie was like crazy bitch chaos. Because the video, no, and that's what's crazy. so funny. She was like, because the video is it. like, no, and the video is like, yes, it's chaotic Sagittarius energy. This is the auntie that starts shit at all the family functions. This is the auntie that make you and your little cousins fight just for fun. Nikki ain't say nothing about none of that. She it's just like, wanted y'all to it. know that she white. Okay. Because <laughs> I wrote it. It's chaotic like that. However I was feeling, bitch, I put it in my music. And these Ooh. other girls are not doing that. So, yeah, y'all. Now I got to buy me a pink wig to keep in my purse, child, so I can throw it on real fast. If a barb run up on me, <laughs> put that bitch up. <laughs> not hurry up and change. Hurry up and change, my oh, wig, child. Uh, double fucking agent. Child, oh yeah. Um, but anyway, before we move on, y'all, please make sure y'all give us a five-star rating on Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Leave a review. Tell the folks that we hear, you know what I'm saying, that we're cute, that we're funny, and that we're representing for the rap girls, and that apparently we're both barbs. <laughs> <laughs> Now let's go into one drop, y'all. This is where Cecily and I tell y'all what singles we bump in and give our honest opinion. Cecily, what's up, baby? Ah, okay, I'm so, so, so excited about this one. Um, Because, you know, my bitch, former guest on the show, Ken the Man, has not been giving us, you know, a lot lately. Like, she drops like a two-track 
EP or is it an LP? I always get those two confused. Um, a little bit earlier this year with some bops on it, but then we hadn't really heard EP. anything else from her. And so this is actually her first drop as an independent artist, which is really interesting because I could have sworn Ken the Man was already an independent artist. But anyway, it's called Not My Nigga, and it's produced by Big Cuz and Ava and Will from No Sleep. And you know, the writing credits are Ken the Man. Ken the Man typically writes all of her. Um, on stuff as well but let me tell y'all what's so cold about the song so they use a sample from trina's the baddest bitch but what they do to the vert what they do to the instrumental is so dope because it's it's not they don't chop and screw it but they slow it down so it has a completely different cadence and it just sounds what? like a but it so it starts with the actual beat and then it slows down into this slow beat and then Ken just goes off. So it really sounds like its own kind of original fresh song. And she snaps. It's called Not My Nigga. And basically, you know, on the hook, you know, she she be talking about the type of niggas that's not her. She be like, uh, stand with a bitch and he says for the kids. No, he is not my nigga. Uh posing with the car knowing that it ain't his no he is not my nigga period you know what i'm saying so yeah y'all know kenny man always gets me where i need to be because you know what i'm saying she makes that um music for the three elbows so that's what i've been listening to i love kenny man shout out to kenny man i low-key want to have kenny man back on the show that's how much i love ken especially after yeah. the conversation that we had with callie about her what callie showed us her kenny man tattoo <laughs> pierre what you been listening to now cecily told me this is not rap y'all say it wasn't rap i was just surprised that that was the song i mean like dochi is a rapper but like if y'all heard the song the song is very sing-songy well here's the thing so we're talking about stressed um she just released this song called stress now i got introduced to it i actually got introduced to this series because of her the colors is that what it's called Mm -hmm, the colors uh yeah i never knew anything about it until i seen dochi's rapping her new song on there oh i actually need to see that i bet you that's good as hell yeah it was good so that's what made me go on youtube and watch the rest of the colors and i guess like niggas go on there and rap or whatever yep but she did stress and i like stress um and to me it i told cecily earlier i was like it gotta be rap because it's kind of like super freak super freaky girl (laughs) interesting you'd say that the reason I say this is because the, what I see is different from rap and pop because, hmm, I feel because there are some things that Lizzo do that I'm like, that's pop. Fully pop. Fully pop. It'd be but fully pop with a rap verse. With a rap. Yeah. But I feel like Dolce and Nikki, like they rap. And they just may have a poppy, they just have a hook, like a rap song. But I feel like Lizzo is like a popper who just pops A pop artist. Yeah. A pop artist who just... Do you feel... Okay, okay. Do you feel that way? Like Fergie is a rapper. And Fergie raps can rap. But can rap, yeah. Yeah. Can rap. To be honest, at this point... Oh, and yeah, at bro. this point, and at this point, the way that people been doing her with the singing, she might just want to drop a full rap album at this point. We need to get Fer- link Fergie up with Juicy J like Miley Cyrus That's did. It. 
That and give Fergie a rap there. album. And I and I would have Fergie on this show, motherfucker show. So I interviewed Fergie when I worked at Refinery Twenty Nine. I will a hundred percent have her on this motherfucking show if she dropped the rap album. Period. I'm about to tweet that before. Period. Yes. But yes, <laughs> that will go up. But yes, that that's how I look at it. So I really enjoyed the song. Um, are you a Dolce fan? I actually am a Dolce fan. I was late getting on Dolce. I I actually researched. And got into Dolce a lot when I started making those TikToks, and a lot of people kept telling me to do. But did you ever do her? Yeah, I did. She's one of the first few people I did. That's that's the thing about it. A lot of people. It's funny because the last person I did was Nicki Minaj, and then I've been like taking a little bit of TikTok break, and I'm sure that people feel like, okay, she did the queen. Can't nobody else come after this? But it's actually so many other people too, and that's also part of the reason why I wait. Everybody, I do everybody from small left behind. Bitch, if your cousin is rapping, she is about to be on Cecily TikTok. As long as they have an album out, and, right. uh, um, and, or even a mixtape, they have to have a full body of work. That's why I haven't done Mona Leo because Mona Leo has a lot of singles, but Mona Leo does not have a tape out that at least that I found and I was able to, to listen to. Y'all feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, send it to me because even Mona Leo commented, it was like, do me. Like Mona Leo is waiting on me to do our video, but I, ha- I haven't like seen a body of work from Mona Leo yet. And so that's usually like what I at least like to see from people before I you know so that I can dive deep into it but no everything Dolce does is good I, I want to clarify that like she is yeah Dolce is really a cre- and I do think that that's what her and Nikki actually have in common like Dolce is super creative like Dolce is going to play with a lot of different styles of delivery on her song she's gonna play with a lot of different um personalities and tones and cadences like she definitely is like super creative just in general but also lyrically specifically so stress oh, is yeah. a good song i was just surprised to yeah to, she remind me of what's that. the girl named tiara tiara whack yes i still tiara haven't whack. done tiara whack i can't oh, wait to yeah. do tiara whack yeah i still see i got some really good people that i still have not done on my tiktok like Yes, like it's a lot of people that I'm like holding on in the clip. You know what I'm saying? Have you did Kim? Also, yeah, I did Kim. Kim was the first auntie I did. So I've only done two aunties, Kim and Nikki. And like I haven't done Trina. Trina okay, Trina is Trina's absolute I haven't done Trina, Remy, Foxy. No although child MC after Light. wait, y'all. After our last episode. <laughs> oh Lord. Why somebody hit me up talking about some I had no clue Foxy Brown was running around getting beat up like that. <laughs> Bop, bop, bop. That's why Shout I first out. reported. We go, we go give you the tea, honey. Shout out to Foxy. This is no disrespect to Foxy. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I respect a bitch that's not gonna back down, whether she win or lose, whether she, you know what I'm saying? Foxy, Foxy get knocked upside the head and then go talk shit about somebody else. She don't give a fuck. Okay. Period. Y'all, if you want to hear more about our thoughts on music videos, full albums, shit, everything, tap in with us on Patreon. I'm Um, so proud of you, friend, for learning how to say that. I was just about to say, did I say that right? (laughs) All right, so we on to the paper trail. This is where we kind of just, you know, discuss business and industry tea, endorsements, placements, headlines, all of that. Okay, so I'm going to get us started today because... Carisha is about to be on season two of BMF, which is the Big Meat story. And like, 
I can't wait to see her ghetto ass on that show. I cannot wait to see Carisha like delivering lines and like getting into character. Like, oh, uh, I cannot wait. I love when rap bitches do it right. Yes. It makes my soul glow. It makes my heart smile. This rap game is it's 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 quick, easy money. It gets really, really old quick. Singers, you can be Whitney Houston and sing. Yeah. But but rappers, when you when you have when that iron is hot, go fuck go fucking crazy and fuck up everything and Carisha we give you your flowers every time we bring up your name bitch you impress me every time I hear your name I think this is perfect I think this is a great idea I cannot wait for Cecily to because I don't watch this shit I cannot wait for Cecily to tell me how it is Pierre you don't watch none of the um, cocaine network shows that's what they said. Fifty Cent turned stars into the Cocaine Network. <laughs> I don't watch none of that shit. I have really, really bad anxiety, and That's... I don't know why Chicago niggas love watching shit about Chicago niggas. I'm like, they not in Chicago. They in Detroit, or just like hard life nigga shit. Like my Chicago family love kill him, kill him, shoot him up, drug dealer shit, like power and all that shit. I'm like, y'all this is our life i'm not watching this shit like you be watching real housewives i'll I'll be watching i need some no harry potter i need some shit that was not in the hood (laughs) you need some full fantasy take me fully elsewhere take me out of the hood that's why i be watching them serial killer documentaries and shit like tell me how the white people acting up child so i can feel because i know i'm not gonna encounter them i'm not they type i'm not a small blonde white woman i feel so safe I be, it's literally just a mama for me like oh these motherfuckers are crazy <laughs> and it, it ain't got shit to do with me or my community <laughs> but no this okay so this actually I wanted to bring up an interesting conversation when I brought up Carisha being on season 2 of BMF I actually saw a really interesting tweet I think it was from a few weeks ago where like somebody tweeted like Carisha passing up JT and like star quality and likability is crazy and it actually and and jt kind of clapped back like y'all don't get tired of this like i would hate to be y'all friends and it's always black women doing this you know basically trying to say like y'all are pitting you know me and carisha against each Mm -hmm. other or black women against each other but for one i i don't think that that's what that young lady was doing and two i think it brings up a very interesting and important conversation that I do feel like a lot of celebrities especially rappers and rap girls in particular don't take into consideration they take it into consideration when they benefit from it but then when they don't benefit from it then it's a problem y'all have to remember that like star quality is a thing it matters and some people just have that shit and I think what that tweet, that person that was tweeting is saying is that y'all have to remember when City Girls first came out, we was like, 
JT is clearly the one who wanted to be a rapper and just bought her fan friend along because this bitch Carisha can't rap. She can't rap. She an embarrassment. JT needs to go solo. Da 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 da. Like there was so much shitting on Carisha that was happening as if she was some type of imposter in the industry. And I feel like what the person who was tweeting was saying is that like it's crazy to see how Carisha has become the star of the group because she has the it factor. We just watched the interview that they did on Carisha, please. JT said to herself, baby, I, it ain't been that long ago since I was in prison. I like to be in the house laid up with my men. Like yeah, I get I'm anxiety you, and feel a type of way trying to make dinner plans. I'm, like I'm glad you mentioned that because it's crazy because I was I was going to mention this before you mentioned it, but then I was like, okay, I'm not going to bring that up. But anytime the city girls, I'm telling you, like, they always mirror, the, like, I always think about the Freaky Boys because I'm telling you, it's it's just like when I think about the history of the Freaky Boys, keep in yeah. mind, NTT was rapping for yeah. 15 years. And when we first came out, I'm going to do a fucking TikTok on y'all and put y'all ass in the auntie category too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We can, we can. Oh, I hung with Kid Ken yesterday, Sunday. What? Yes. You was with my baby? Yes. Stop playing. Is this on Patreon? <laughs> no, this is the episode, nigga. <laughs> but don't they okay. get the whole, don't they get the whole video? Divorce. <laughs> no, freak. Okay, y'all, after the episode, head to Patreon because there will be a story time from Pierre about him hanging out with Kid Kid. It's going to be a Patreon exclusive. All right, um, now, now go on. What you were saying about the City Girls and the Freaky Boys? Um, When when Terrence and I, when we first started, like the Freaky Boys. Oh, now he's Terrence. Now he ain't TT. Got it? I always called T. Okay, TT, TT to y'all. I'm pretty sure Carisha called JT Juntavia. Like, I called TT Terrence. Oh, I never knew JT and TT. Okay. Um, um, But anyway, when we first came out, even though TT wanted to be a rapper, he, he didn't want to do, like, other shit. Like, I wanted to be on Instagram Live. I wanted to speak to the fans. I wanted to do, like, all this other shit. And TT like, wanted to be a star. I wanted to be a star. TT wanted to be a rapper. I wanted to like make it happen and people that was our relationship. That's that's what was going on behind closed doors. But what people saw were was Pierre is the Beyonce. Pierre is the the star of the group. Pierre has when really it was just TT was just chilling. Right. Man, and I feel like JT is just with her nigga. And y'all make sure y'all go back to season one, listen to the oral history of the Freaky Boys episode is actually one of my favorite episodes of the show we've ever done. It was my dream come true. And y'all get to know the story about how Pierre even became my co-host on this show. Because before Pierre was my friend, I was just a fan of the Freaky Boys. Um, But no, you are... It, it's interesting that you also brought that up just with you and TT too, because I, I do see, feel like I see that just to how y'all are in general, like the other type of ventures, like even right now, like TT working education, like TT is real, like a real ass human being person. Like when TT get on Instagram, TT is posting his nigga and talking about relationships. Like Pierre still works in entertainment. Pierre be doing host things. Like Pierre is still definitely like on the scene. So like it's a difference. And I feel like that's 
that's just the same thing with Carisha. Like Carisha is really just still on the scene. She's like, I'm doing a podcast. I'm getting bookings. And I really do think it's a matter of personal preference. And she I don't think, and she's good. Yeah. I don't think it's one. I don't think it's one or the other. Like, cause, and we know it's good because Carisha be seeing the dumbest shit and we still love it. When she got on that day, she said she wanted to be the black Oprah. And the fact that we all just was like, I know that's why you're going to be the black Oprah, bitch. We didn't think everything. Period. Period. We was like, I know that's right. Black motherfucking Oprah. She somebody else. If somebody else would have said that, we would have dragged them through the motherfucking mud. And so I do, I do wish, I do wish that more people understood that like likability is is star power is important. There are plenty of people who are not the most talented. Even some of our biggest like, all right. For example, Rihanna, we all know Rihanna, not the best vocalist, but that bitch been able to be a singer in this motherfucking game because Rihanna is a fucking star. She's a one of the baddest bitches. Like we just love her. Like we fuck with Rihanna. Like she, and not only that, begging for a motherfucking album like not only not only are we fucking with rihanna but we're begging for an album from rihanna even though rihanna is not necessarily like mariah carey and i wish that more entertainers understood that but i feel like i keep leaving the screen when she talk about rihanna vocals because baby y'all think the barbs is crazy the navy is crazy they just had no reason to be crazy because they they fave been gone selling panties but when the navies decide to come for Cecily, please understand that I ain't have nothing no, to do with that. Navy ain't gonna come for me, baby, because I am in the navy, honey. I am, Don't I am in the navy. I'm gonna be the at the motherfucking navy? concert, and I, I wish a bitch would say anything bad about Rihanna. Period. Like I accept that, but oh I, but God. I do feel like there are certain rappers well, also who don't understand that. I think the queen of rap sometimes doesn't understand that because i think that the you know there's always this question of like well why is this unfair thing only happening to me and the answer and the barbs always rightfully point this out they always say like yeah it's something personal against nikki and they're right it is because Nick, people do not like Nikki like as much you. as they like, like other girls. Like they just don't like that. And like I don't like it. That really do be the answer. And I feel like for the barbs, that feels like an injustice because it feels like favoritism. But in the industry, it's like no, it's not. <laughs> like we don't like you. So yeah, that's why you're not getting the same treatment. That's why can't. That's why Carisha can go and off and say whatever the fuck she want to do you know, and do whatever the fuck she want to do and we not say anything about it, but like everything that Nicki Minaj does gets put under a microscope because people do not like Nicki Minaj. They don't think she's likable. They're likable. Yeah, like not nice. And it's really interesting because in so many ways, it's such a fine line that you have to walk because, you know, I remember writing articles, like I'll never forget, there was this, there's this white woman, she her last name is Gregoriitis, I think. Um, and she used to write a lot of the entertainment profiles for, I think it was either like the New York Times or the UN. This was like six, six seven years ago when I first got, got into entertainment. And there was one specific 
interview that she did where Nicki Minaj famously like basically walked off on the interview on her. So like, you know, she's writing this and she's writing about how Nicki has like walked off on this interview. But like, as people are looking at the line of questioning that this woman had for Nicki, it was so obvious why Nicki would walk the fuck off on her. You know what I'm saying? And she was specifically asking her, I think about like, you know, some like baby and Lil Wayne shit that didn't really have anything to do with Nikki and then like asking. I feel like she was also kind of trying to provoke Nikki because I feel like when Nikki tried to like divert the question away or say like, I don't want to talk about that. She basically was kind of like, well, oh yeah, while we, why, since you getting testy, let's talk about how people say you hard to work with and that you a bitch in the industry. And like, I thought the interviewer was very much so out of line for that. You know what I'm saying? And it was very clear going into it that her own biases were at play yes. in the question and that she was asking Nikki, but also want the very same time. And all of the years that Nikki has been in this industry, there has been a common thread that people have said just about like her personality in general. So it's like, it's literally that thing where it's like you catch more bees with honey than you do with vinegar. And so I do think that is the star power. And also of somebody misogyny like, plays a huge it, part of it. A hundred percent. Understand that none of these niggas, woman. none of these niggas are easy to work with. None of them. First of all, these niggas one. can barely read. <laughs> these <laughs> niggas understand these niggas come to these interviews, these shows unprepared. High. They be smelling high, like weed, no, musty underwear, stinking. They want sixty <laughs> niggas to come in with them. None of them are security. Just sixty random niggas that they just met last week. Got guns on them. Got all. None of these niggas are professional. Trying but, to fuck all the, the white girls who just came yep, there to do their job, yep, like them bitches. The assistant booty. Right. She meanwhile, meanwhile, her daddy, the motherfucking president of the company, and he in there trying to fuck some. Like so, no, no, no. So, and, so and I when get the it. Women come in and don't feel like saying hi to everybody in the building. They're bitches. They're they're hard to work because they expect women to be. I agree. So that plays a huge role because Nicki Minaj to me is a rapper, and I just compare her to niggas. That's 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 part of the reason why I give her so much benefit of the doubt. Because if there is one nigga out there that is doing anything that Nikki is doing with no, no slack, no, nobody complaining about, I'm giving Nikki a pass. Mm-hmm. Fair. But yeah, I heard she, yeah, I heard she, she's hard to work with. And I'm like, yeah, I, she I, a rapper. Yeah. She and I, and I also will say, I, and I still, no, no, no. And I, I still do think, I mean, I also like, you know, living in the, the tri-state area, New York, New Jersey, where, you know, Nikki is from and where Nikki often still is, you know, obviously like you hear other little stories, like, you know, I, I've heard that she can be nasty. That's fine. She's a Sagittarius. They be assholes. Like it is what it is. But I, but I do, I, I say all of that to say that like I think the barbs are right when they say that there's a lot of like personal just kind of like mm-hmm. seems like why why isn't Nikki being giving any favors done for her and like no nah, Nikki not ever gonna get no favors done for her so like whatever whenever y'all see Nikki accomplish anything no she accomplished it with not that many favors because a lot of people don't like that girl um now wait before before we move on to uh one more thing speaking of women in tv placements i also just found out today that uh, jocelyn hernandez is going to be on season two of college hill uh of college hill celebrity edition and i'm so excited because it's going to be her yes and it was so wholesome like i loved how wholesome the show was like 
it was actually like really cute and heartfelt. Like, um, I think the viral clip that a lot of people saw was the moment between uh the gay boy Slim, and the- Slim Thug and Big Frida. Don't be talking oh. about the motherfucking gay boy. You better put some fucking oh, respect on you know, Frida. You know what? I didn't know it was Frida. I was thinking of Andrew Carl Carwell, but that's Zeus. You're thinking of some Zeus now. You ghetto I'm ass hood, right? You shit. thinking of some Zeus shit. <laughs> Frida is a friend of mine. I would have never done Frida like that. Yes, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of some Zeus shit. It was this moment between Zeus and Slim Thug, who was going, I think, by like Big Slim now or something like that. I think he wanted to take the thug out of things. But anyway, it was this moment where, like, you know, he was sitting down asking Frida about yes, and it was actually really beautiful because what Frida said was like, you know, my bros from around the way back home, they call me bro. My girls, they call me sis. Like, I don't mind what you call me because, you know, I know who I am. And it was so beautiful to actually see that by the end of it, like, Slim was actually just naturally referring to Frida as his sister. And I was like, this is beautiful. And, like, it just wasn't no, like, the whole show wasn't about, like, people trying to get comfortable. Well, except with Stacey Dash before her ass left the show. But she was only there for a few episodes. But anyway, like, there was no issues. Stacey Dash was on there? Child, and she was the one. She was the only one cutting up. <laughs> um, it was Nene, Nene Leaks, Frida, Stacy Dash, uh, Slim Thug, Ray J, who was the dropout, of course. Dream Doll, India Love, and I think it was oh, and Lamar Odom. Um, child, interesting. But anyway, so it it was like a really wholesome show. I was very surprised at like how little drama there was, and how there was just a lot of camaraderie, and it was really sweet. And like, I think the producers made it like that intentionally. And so I'm actually very excited to see Jocelyn in an environment that is so like wholesome and everybody thinks that her. So it's her in New York and Amber Rose are the three confirmed people that are going to be on the next uh, season. And everybody think that uh, New York and the Puerto Rican princess are going to be going at it, but I don't think so. I actually think they're going to like link up and be friends. And I think it's going to be so cute. And I think we're going to see Jocelyn in like a very, very different way. I do. I'm excited. Y'all know I love Jocelyn, even though Jocelyn Did any of them go block. to college. No, that's the point. No, that was so. So season one, all of them had never been to college, and they were all well, like, Nene "Yes, I'm a college educated." No, Nene dropped out of college because she got pregnant. She told the story on there. She so said, they, "I so dropped out." Okay. So they go. They're going there to get a special uh, certificate of completion from the school, and they do it at a real school. They they were at um, Texas A and M. Yeah, like they, and I think they're doing this one at ASU. So they, they're, the beautiful. actual dean, it's beautiful, and honestly. It's kind of realistic because they be like what the fuck having to cram for tests and shit and they all come together to do like group projects. Be like, what the fuck we finna do? Okay, who gonna do this? Like they be stressed about their grade and like it's it's actually re- kind of realistic because that really is what the fuck you be doing in college, waiting to the last minute to do shit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm actually there. A lot of people was talking about the Puerto Rican princess was gonna make the show messy, but I think that Jocelyn, I, I'm really excited to possibly see Jocelyn in a completely different right. And if you watch Jocelyn's cabaret and if you really understand sex work and the game and shit, you also understand that a lot of the ways that you see there's a certain context that you have to have to even watch shows like that. And I think that's the one thing that Zeus is kind of like irresponsible is that they don't provide that context to people. But if like you know the context, survivors. yes. And if you know that context, you know that Jocelyn actually cares a lot about 
a lot of these girls. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, I'm excited to see it. That's all I want to say. Okay, so what else we got on the paper trail? Yeah. Speaking of TV, I watched Meg on Saturday Night Live. Pierre was texting me. I missed it. I was in DC kicking it, being a little thought this weekend. I was in VIP drinking free essence space. The auntie still got it. The auntie still can get put up. First of all, don't try to don't don't try to downplay it. Something that the auntie can still put up. If Cecily is out, Cecily is in a section. Cecily is in VIP somewhere. Cecily is somewhere where bottles are being passed to her. But we that didn't pay for it. But we, I didn't pay for it this time. That was the gag, friend. That I is was how drinking. that bitch do shit. We was drinking some white man's Ace of Spades, not on our dime. <laughs> but anyway, my friend Char, shout out to Char, she she hit me up like, hey, can you throw up SNL party? I know that um, one, you, you peacock, and two, um, you're a Nicki Minaj um, loyal loyal fan. So can you? So I know you want to watch Megan. And I was like, girl, no. But I ended up inviting people over to watch Megan on Saturday Night Live. Now I appreciate as, you for having an open man friend. <laughs> I mean, but I will say I was very judgmental. I know you was, because you know what I'm saying? That's how y'all are, but it's fine. But the fact that you did it in the first place, I'm going to just give you yeah. your credit for, for that, you know? My, um, One of my friends, Isaiah, he was the stylist, so I appreciate that. Shout out to Isaiah. Um, But I... Mm, did you watch it? Did you watch any clips or no? I just saw a few clips. I, did, I still haven't okay. watched the entire... Oh, one, I don't think... I'm not a Saturday Night Live girl, because I yeah, don't think Saturday yeah. Night Live is funny. It, it stopped being funny a long time. I'm a mad TV girl. I'm pretty sure you are too. It's mm-hmm. mad TV was more ghetto. and But <laughs> my biggest critique was this was too ghetto. They had Meg basically be the mm-hmm. girl in every skit. And I'm like, use my bitch for something else. Like, right. she said she can act. Like, it was literally every skit where she was Shaniqua or Laquan yeah. or but they were funny. Um, her performance, and that's so interesting because like Meg also is not like even a super hood bitch like that. She, like she is. I mean, like don't get me wrong. Like her daddy was in whole ass yeah, jail. Yeah, she but, is. But she's not. But a, she don't present herself like that. Bitch. Yes, that's not her motherfucking college exactly. Degree. She is exactly. not. She is not. Oh, let me do y'all be. And then they had her play like this BBL doctor. Meg is queen of the natural. Body. natural. Like, yeah. Meg don't know nothing about BBLs, bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, that is a cornbread fan, Houston <laughs> Stallion. Her name is right. Meg the Stallion because that is a big body band, bitch. Period. Um, but overall, the performances were great. You know, yeah. if you if you go back a few um episodes, we talked about our favorite songs on Meg's album, and one of mine's was Anxiety. And she performed that. And during that performance, the second verse, it starts with her saying, like, I wish I can write a letter to heaven so she can basically tell her mama about all the shit that's going on in her life. And sis could not hold it together. Yeah, that was I, I did see that clip and that like really hit me in the chest. That, because, that hurt like, it so hard. That hurt me so oof, bad. Because like that shit really, really, really affects her. Like. The fact because, that she has been the just even the fact that Megan has had to continue on this road 
of her career without her mother. People do not understand that how big of a deal that is. And I tell people this story all the time. But like when the first time I interviewed and met Megan, her mother was there. I actually spent most of the day while Megan was getting her pictures taken, talking to Miss Holly, talking to her mother. And so like her mom was played such an instrumental role in her career. My homegirl, shout out to Chelsea, shout, uh, shout out to Stones. My homegirl Stones always be like, I wonder if her mom used to write some of her records. And I'm like, yeah, like her mom was instrumental in every part of her career. She was definitely probably like, nah, I'll say and this. Stones just moved that. to LA, I just found out. She Stones just, wrote did just moved Twitter. to LA. Yes, my what? friend, my bitch out there. I'm coming out there to see y'all soon. But anyway, yeah, so like people really don't understand that. And then so for her to lose her mother and then go through everything that she's been through. And I know that Megan has taken some missteps and some to has made some decisions and 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 done that some she things probably have that made. she probably regrets and that she probably regrets and doesn't you know spoke out on shit she shouldn't have spoke out on handle certain situations wrong let people in her circle that shouldn't have been in her circle you know etc and i know she just made some mistakes that no i'm talking about I, okay, i'm talking okay. yeah no no, no, no. i'm talking right. no. no relax <laughs> And so, yeah, like y'all are fucking deranged. Like, what is wrong with y'all? Yo, like, you know how deranged we are. I'm, I'm watching Saturday Night Live, posting Megan's clicks, um, clips on my Instagram, and then people and was tweeting, "Drop it to your hoe." That no, they was no, they was hitting me up like, delete this, like. <laughs> what is oh, wrong oh with y'all? God. And it was, what's crazy is, it was, I'm not even going to say his name, but okay. He's a famous Zeus Barb. <laughs> I already I already know who you talking about, and you know what I'm saying? As far as I'm concerned, don't tell nobody to delete shit until you get your leg back from having your friend come on that show and get beat up like that. But anyway, moving right along. Um, Moving right anyway, the fuck along. No, no, actually, but, we can no, say no, you can no, say my fucking no. because they a gay rapper. No, they a gay no, rapper. They no, belong on the show. That's my sister. That's my well, sister. Well, tell your motherfucking sister what I said. That's what I'm <laughs> your, but your anyway, sister had her sister go on that show and get beat the fuck up and then call the police. Okay, but anyway, Meg did a good job. Now back to anxiety. I remember I told y'all this is one of my favorite songs. Meg really talks about if you go into the lyrics of this song. Yeah. One of my favorite lyrics, she was like, they tell me to keep it real, but when I, I tell my story, they don't believe me. Mm-hmm. And that really just, because that's really what happened. That like, really is what happened. And yes, let's just go to the next category. because and so many black women have to go through that. So it'd be crazy when other people try to like, you know, throw that against her back in her face. And fuck just that. Like, Life is happening. Like these stars are fucking human being. I know I am one, goddammit. Yep. <laughs> these fucking stars, they have bills, they have niggas breaking right. their heart, they have niggas pulling out guns on them. Yep. Niggas putting their hands on them, bitch ass niggas. Then yep. they have family. People are dying in their family. Just how y'all yep. care about y'all mamas. These stars care about their mamas the same fucking yep. way. And y'all think they got a lot of money and y'all think they got so much money. Like that's going to solve all their problems. And it ain't, first of all, it ain't enough money to solve them type of problems. 
and they don't be having as much money as you think they do. They don't even be in town because if they really get their money, first of all, you only make a lot of fucking money in this industry by touring. Let's also just clear that shit up. The money that you make in this motherfucking industry for real, for real, be from touring. And so if you are out touring, trying to make your money and then also that shit got to get split 50 different fucking ways to pay all of the everybody that you need. One, you're not there to even know what's going on with people to get them set up in the ways they need to. You're trying to protect your shit at all times. And it's just, you don't come away with that much money. And then if you know you can't tour again for another fucking two years, you have to make that money stretch. And and for people who are signed, you're still working against an event. So like, let's let's just be real clear on that. So yeah, no, I agree, friend. Like Megan really has been through a lot. and And that really was... A beautiful moment to see. Also, shout out to Beyonce's impact because the way Megan performed that was definitely giving pretty hearts. She was dressed as a pageant queen, and all of her um dancers behind her were also pageant girls. And it was really a commentary on what it is like to be paraded in front of the general fucking public and to have your personal issues not be taken seriously and to have to struggle with that yeah. so shout out to meg the stallion and i love how one thing i do love about saturday night live meg is really in this and i can tell it's genuine meg is really in this um i was gonna say depressed bag but no like try mental health awareness bag yeah um the whole entire saturday night live their skits were based on people with mental illness they punched mm-hmm. up though. It wasn't yeah. that they, they didn't like they, it was y'all have to watch it to see it. Shout out to Meg. I love you, girl. Shout out to Meg. We love you. Um, Nicki Minaj Grammys. Um, yeah. Explain to the people what's going on friend. So basically what happened? Nicki Minaj submit in, you know what? I'm not going to say too much in case I want to get nominated for a Grammy. I'm trying to get my EGOT, but basically what the Grammy <laughs> does to a lot of black people um is they put they put their they change people categories um they change categories and rules based on people they don't like everybody knows the grammys does this they do this every year with somebody and not even just the black people because i remember the year before last remember justin bieber was pissed because he made that r&b album and he i think he wanted to compete with r&b niggas and they put his ass they said get your white ass in that pop category boy it's looking very poppy to me. Um, <laughs> and Justin was mad, baby, okay? <laughs> um, so basically what happened was Nicki Minaj submitted songs for consideration for the Grammys, and they basically went into pop consideration, even though um, she's a rapper. and Super freaky song... girl when it's a pop consideration, just to be clear. Yes, the yes, other ones were clear. not considered so, in that category. Uh, the, the others, she does have five rap considerations but super freaky mm-hmm. girl her biggest song in a while and currently just outbeat um starships damn super freaky girl beat out starships damn nikki you got back in your hit bag for real yeah. bitch yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yes oh yes um so which i'm happy nikki, about because you know i hate starships and super bass and all that other old shit nikki just <laughs> She just went in on well, we'll talk more about that on Beef Sandwich, but um basically that's what happened at the Grammys put her in pop and she was like, What the fuck is going on? And she went on a huge rant talking about it. Um 
And that's all. But I think they ended up fixing it. Um, I just saw something today that I didn't go deep into. And keep in mind, nominations have not been out. There's a chance that none of this shit even gets nominated. Well, well, no, actually. So that's actually what happened. I actually did get that update. The, all of those songs were just considerations. Do we have a problem? And um, what was the other one that she submitted for consideration? Um, um, Blick Blick uh, with, with Kula, right? Blick. And so those two actually did, ended up not getting nominated. Super Freaky Girl, I think, is actually the only one that is but the actually nominated. I, so, well, the nominations are not out, but it made it seem like the way she was she saying knew, it, she mm-hmm. she's it made it seem like those that she already knew that those were just submissions for consideration because she didn't even call them considerations. She just said that those were submissions. So I yeah, I would be very, very curious to see what the rant I, was very premature, even though it was yes. very it was very um warranted. I felt like it was premature. I was like. You know how some people get the wrong information. And I was like, did the Barb's give her the wrong information? Because nominations yeah. aren't even out. Like aren't even out yet. Yeah. Like, but okay, yeah, that's it. That was all. Yeah. That that'll but it be, did start it'll something be else, but we'll talk about that out. later. Yeah. And and I'm gonna be honest, I think it's really interesting. I really respect actually that Nikki specifically wants a rap Grammy and a specifically hip hop Grammy because I also feel like there are a lot of people, a lot of hip hop artists who think and and who think that getting a pop nomination is somehow better. Like, oh, like I'm not even on y'all to get a hip hop chart. It's like I had a pop. You know what I'm saying? Like, even, you know what I'm saying? Even people say that. Lotto. Song, like, Lotto, Lotto got that song where she say, like, you know what I'm saying? Popping on the pop chart. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that for a lot of people, but I, you know, I'm, we all know, we talked so this about is how this, this whole, that the last whole beat episode. started because bitches was talking about they got a pop song, but all of a sudden when Nikki said, okay, well, okay, what's up, um, Cecily? We'll get there. This why you came on the show with so much aggression today because you still upset about this. Y'all, soon as Cecily called, soon as we linked up, I was like, what's up, bitch? Let's fight. Was she, like, I was like, what's wrong? Nice right she was like, hi. Nice, nice to see you. Um, I'm like, are you all right? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. what up, bitch? What up? What up? <laughs> Relax. Anyway, the last um so for our last um paper trail item, I just want to let y'all know that um my bitch from Milwaukee, Lakia. Two-tone Raleigh is telling me it's not my heart. That's just my time. I love Lakia. She's going on tour. She just announced some little tour dates or whatever. And it's very small scale. But, like, I just, I love that. I love when the girls, like, do shit for their own. They little, they know they have their little fan base. And, and they that's do how it shit gets bigger. Feed, exactly. Feed that's the fan how base. it gets bigger. And you know you what? Think big, bitch. Think big, bitch. And what's so crazy is there are literally, so um, for those of y'all who don't know, my my day job these days, I work for myself, but, you know, a lot of the clients and kind of client work that I do now, I've transitioned a lot towards like the advertising marketing side. I'm still in entertainment, but I'm just kind of on a different side of things now. And so, you know, just to kind of keep myself sharp on stuff like that, I, you know, be taking a look at like the advertising um, 
publications and shit. So like Ad Week, Digiday. And they're actually, so there was this big study that was talking about specifically like marketing to Gen Z. And what they were saying is that like Gen Z does not have, there is no mass culture, like no massive pop culture for Gen Z. Gen Z kids are into subcultures. You have to, if you're trying to tap into a niche with Gen Z, you have to go into a subculture. So like, if you trying to get, you know, the gamers, then figure out if you talking about the girl gamers Black or the gamers, street or the streetwear gamers, the, the G-A-Y yes, the gay ones exactly. If you trying to talk about the beauty girls, you need to figure out if you're talking to the cosplayers or if you are talking to, you know, what I'm saying if you talking to the fashion girls, are you talking to the maximalists? Are you talking to the to the thrifters? You know, like you have to be specific. And I think that if we look at what is happening with like the 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 cult followings that some of the rap girls have and how they're able so like even if you think about someone like our cousin baby tate right like baby tate for a lot of people is still like a relatively unknown artist right but like we seeing people like her people like kid ken be able to sustain themselves in this industry for years because they're just feeding the group of people who fuck with them that's all you need Period. And so shout out to Lakia for going on tour. We talked about this last week when Lotto, you know, when we were talking about Lotto before she went on tour with Lizzo, when she did her own tour and people were trying to clown her for the small um, numbers, but she had that very astute observation that me and Pierre supported. Like, you know, these are my people who came out for me. And like, it's hard to get people out their house to do anything. So like, yeah, feed your small fan base. So shout out to you, Lakia. I hope your tour goes up. I'm gonna try to see you when you in New York. And I'm proud of you. Period. Now let's get into Beef Sandwich, which has become the segment that has changed the entire structure of this show. <laughs> this season alone, it is one name we yeah. mention every motherfucking show. But, but before bitches, we get into that one. Bitches be hating on her, but first of okay. all. <laughs> now. Um, well, this one, the one you're about to mention started because of that. Started because of Nikki. Okay. Uh, started because of Nikki as well. So now. Sukiana and Sheikah got into it, child. <laughs> because, you know, Sheikah, the interesting thing about Sheikah is that, you know, Sheikah has solidly decided, and I'm also, I'm going to use they pronouns for Sheikah because I can't remember if I saw something that said that maybe they might not identify with feminine pronouns all the time. So I'm going to just use Let's they use pronouns their name. for Sheikah. Yeah, so Sheikah, basically, you know, when everything was going down with Nikki over the past few weeks, you know, just kind of Nikki versus everybody, you know, Sheikah was kind of just weighing in, not necessarily, you know, adding people, but, but, you know, but, you know, she was, she was stating her opinions on it in the same way that, or sorry, they were stating their opinions on it in the same way that me and Pierre might state our opinions on it. And I think that people like Sheikah forget that they are also still a part of the industry and that there is a different, like, I do feel like you get to a place where silence is your best option or take it to your group chat. You cannot, you, you, it is not necessarily the best move to take it to, to one side or the other. And that offended Miss Sukihana, who is, um, Clearly, can, also can, a bar. Before you go into Suki, can I also add that Shika is a known crybaby? Okay, I'm not sure what 
Sheikah complains about every fucking thing <laughs> in the industry. Fair. Sheikah she could cries about every fucking thing. See, and even the tweet for the hundred thousand times I use she, her pronouns. She probably was mad because somebody was like, what are your pronouns? <laughs> Bitch, it's okay that motherfuckers actually your pronouns. That's not an offense. <laughs> um, So seeing her way in, that was offensive to a lot of people. Now what happened? Mm-hmm. Well, Suki also was offended. Suki was one of those who took offense. And, you know, Suki uh basically she basically started roasting chica and you know she said the things that you would expect somebody to say if they're roasting chica you know she was calling her fat and saying she needs to put the ham hocks down and everything else and you know the thing about chica chica gonna have something smart to say back and i'm sorry but when chica said god gave me a throat for music and God gave you a throat for rent I said oh this is getting um, ugly she she was talking about sex worker yes but wow I mean they were both wrong on on both sides they were both wrong but I just want to talk about how unlikely of a of a beef this was like you want to talk about people who I just didn't even expect expect to know each other? <laughs> like I didn't even expect for Suki to know what, Sheikah existed. And this is how this is how <laughs> I feel like it's the other way around. Well, yeah, that, exactly what you said. But to me, it was like I would never speak to, and I love Suki. I think we both do. This is we are Suki. Oh yeah, you know no. I love Suki with a good coochie. I want Suki on the show. I would have never responded to a bitch like Suki. Yeah, especially now when I'm supposed to be the intellectual, smart lyricist, Sheikah. Tierra Wack will never respond to Suki. Never. <laughs> Dochi will never respond to Su- like, and that just made me feel like Suki was a bad bitch. Like Suki on here arguing with Sheikah. <laughs> <laughs> those, are, those are totally, Ooh. totally. But also, Sheikah has made a name for herself that goes beyond her music. And Cecily, you may have not been paying attention, but people no longer know Sheikah for her music anymore. They only I know agree. her for the shit she cries she's about She's a Twitter, Twitter personality. And she's a Twitter troll. She's either trolling or arguing with somebody. That's all they know her for anymore. Yeah. And a bitch is a good artist. Yes, that's true. But like and Cecily all the said, things y'all don't know how to play. Y'all don't know how to play to y'all motherfucking artists. You up here, she exactly. cries so much about being no one listening to her. She ain't paying attention to the fat people that are. I also have oh, and it's oh, okay, y'all. Y'all are gonna be upset with me, Uh-oh. but this is I, I, I'm not gonna say y'all are gonna be upset with me. Here's what I will say: This is a conversation that I'm open to continuing, and I'm open to hearing that I am wrong about it. Okay, I do not think that Sheikah is necessarily so first of all I want to first and foremost acknowledge that like Sheikah has been very transparent about her mental health issues and Mm -hmm. um the fact that she suffers from depression suicidal ideations and things like that I just want to get that out of the way um all of that considered I do not think that Sheikah is necessarily confident about her 
aesthetic and about her, you know, I, I think, and I think a lot of people might assume she is because Sheikah is very open and willing to talk about the ways in which she's treated differently in the industry because of how she looks, which is true. The colorism, the fat phobia, mm-hmm. all of those are things that are a hundred percent working against Sheikah. But with the platform that Sheikah has built, there are a couple of different ways that Sheikah could have handled that. And I feel like Sheikah still hides herself. Like part of the reason why she's always only on Twitter being sad and talking about how, you know, unfair the industry is to her. And like, instead of just continuing to put herself out there in spite of it, I think is a reflection of that. And I will say this rap is not for the insecure. And that's what I want to, that's, that's the caveat that I want to make. Cause I don't want people to be saying, I don't want people to think that I'm trying to say that, like, if you have mental health issues or if you suffer, you know, or if you're mm-hmm. fat or if you're dark skin, then you should that just not try to, that you yeah. shouldn't rap, that you shouldn't try to enter the industry. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. But I think that this industry in particular is one that is built on bravado. It is built on self-expression that extends it's, itself it's, beyond it's, lyricism, which is Lizzo. why bitches, period. Or even just, which is why you have to, which is also the difference between like, which is why people love fucking Cardi B who don't write her raps and don't rap you as good as much care. as they like Nicki Minaj. Exactly. Cause you have you to ha- say you don't give a fuck and you have to still go forward. You regardless. Have to say, I am, I am black. I am fat bitch. Here goes a 16. Here's right the here. gender. And here's the gender fluid swag. I'm giving you here's the gender fluid. Look, I'm still go, showing up to the shit. We go figure it, it out. We figure go, it out. Figure it y'all, out. And they y'all figure will. out what to do with me when I pull up. I'm, but Queen I'm pulling Latifah. up. Queen Latifah is a. I always use her because we know Queen Latifah, gay than a motherfucker, married and everything. Look at Cecily, y'all. And Queen Latifah be like, <sighs> I'm mean, just like Logan like, taking them back shots. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am such a thought for Queen Latifah, y'all. Like, I really hope I never meet her. Girl, gonna, I'm going to be so inappropriate. I'm going to be so inappropriate. I know. I know. I know. I need to stop. But, like, that is just, she's just so fine. I just know. I just know when she's going in that backpack. And I know when she going that backpack is over for my guts. Like, Cleo was too good. Like, Set It Off is my favorite movie of all time. And Queen Latifah was not acting. Uh, I know her. I know a dyke when I see one, honey. I, Queen Latifah was not acting. Anyway, back on subject. Um, but yes, you you cannot give a fuck. Yeah. And she, you know, I'm not gonna say. Well, Sheka does play into that. Like she have you just have to be yeah. bold. You can't be bold and go into mm-hmm. hiding. And even Lizzo dealt with that at first, but now Lizzo is y'all, I love Lizzo. I'm gonna keep saying her name. I am a huge Lizzo fan. I'm going to her concert November 4th. You've been hanging with the white gays. No, I just love Lizzo. <laughs> you know, she is I love Lizzo too. I like Lizzo. I do I love because Lizzo. her music is good. Let's start there. I like her music. Yes, and and to be clear, 
I don't listen to her music. It's not my style. It's not my type of music. But the music that she makes is good. Like I can still recognize that like this is good pop music. Like I'm not necessarily listening to it. It's not my my ministry per se. But like she make good music. She creative as hell. The bitch she's playing the flute, throwing that ass. And and the reason I like her music is because <laughs> how can I say this? I feel like when people have different struggles, they play to those struggles. Like mm-hmm. Lizzo is a big black girl, so you think she's gonna make this like like when Megan Trainer came out, it was um, yeah. Boom! Like she was like, I'm yeah. not skinny. Like right, right. And Lizzo be like, it's bad, bitch. A clock, bitch. I'm th- like, <laughs> I just checked the. Th- I just had a DNA test. Turns out Turn I'm a hundred percent dead. Like Lizzo ain't crying with you hoes. Like Lizzo no. is like making making skinny bitch music on you hoes like bitch what's the, girl i'm fine as fuck i don't know what what y'all problem right. is the yeah, rumors like, are I true honey yeah i didn't have to come in i didn't have to come in here and apologize for shit like i don't and, and that's what y'all, I got a, y'all got a problem with oh y'all was <laughs> uncomfortable sus, oh my bad sus, oh, bro, sus will pull out a leotard and a motherfucking and i'm like go ahead lizzo you can't be mad at a bitch like that hell no Period. That's a, that's why I was in there crying in Madison Square Garden watching my bitch turn up. Like, go the fuck off, sis. She retweeted me too when I was tweeting about it. You're just so famous. Speaking of tweets, shut up. Okay. Don't hold your. You be so disappointed in Nicki, Lotto, and Nicki Minaj. Y'all, we mentioned the queen of rap every episode. We go send it. <laughs> We gonna send something to the fan that can tell us how many times we mentioned Nicki Minaj this week. <laughs> please, please. We gonna send you some parts first. Please, Mark. tell if us you can tell, <laughs> if you can tell us how many times we mentioned Nicki Minaj this season. Oh my god! Um, earlier we talked about Nicki not being considered for the rap category at the Grammys. Um, Nicki Minaj went onto this huge rant and was like, how can y'all do this to me? And Big Dick Energy, which is a pop song, which Lotto um, said was a pop song. She was in her pop bag. Big Dick Energy is considered for a rap Grammy. That's all Nicki Minaj said. Um, now, quick question. Uh, Who put Dick in the name of that song? Because that is not the name of that song. It's energy, right? It's just energy. Yeah, it, but it used to be <laughs> when it first came out. It used to be BDE. Oh shit! Okay, go ahead, friend. Tell us what happened. Got that big dig energy. It was big, big energy. But go ahead. No, that's no, no, baby. That is the radio edit. <laughs> Be, the 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 uncensored is got that big dick energy. Okay, but anyway, ahead. I know I'm fucking with you. <laughs> Big Dick Energy, um, because <laughs> this was so stupid. Lotto was like, I can't even be happy, day. <laughs> Y'all, the rap girls are tired of Onika Tanya Moraz. <laughs> they are tired. They are fed up. Lotto basically was like, "Damn, a bitch can't even be happy." And you know the barbs. We got the 
bitch. No next. Did, so did, what? When she said that, when she said, damn, a bitch can't even be happy, did she say any names? Did she didn't say have anything? to. Didn't have to. Okay, I just want to. I just want to make sure we giving the people the facts. That's all. Because come on now, come okay, on now, Cecily. Come on. No, no, no. I just, I just now. want, I just want to be clear for when I jump in. Okay, so then what happened next, friend? Um, Onika ended up <laughs> quoting. Anika added Lotto, which are now deleted tweets. Um, And they basically went back and forth from there. Um, It was a very nasty battle. Okay, so yeah, they ended up having a private conversation. Um, (laughs) Right. Yeah, just so we're clear. Nikki mentioned her uh, first. They ended up having a private conversation. Nikki posted a screenshot um, and called Lotto a Karen and also called her Scratch Off which was hilarious to me. And now the barbs are calling her scratch off. <laughs> which and I'm sorry is funny. And I'm actually very surprised that nobody who, I guess Lotto hasn't really had that many beats, but I'm very surprised that nobody has called her that already. Her in the, in the context of people arguing with Lotto, that actually is funny as hell. Basically in the private conversations, Lotto was like, yeah, I agree with everything you saying, but you could have said it without you could have you could have made your point without saying my name. And Nikki was Nikki posted that conversation and was basically like, This bitch done said my name a hundred times in interviews. Which she has, which is crazy because we just talked about Lotto saying how she is on the same level as Nicki Minaj. So now Nikki turn around and do that same thing and Nikki is the bad guy. And keep in I, mind, I, 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 keep I, in mind. I, 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 I. <laughs> See, and this is what y'all barbs this love to do. And this is and this is why I just wanted to let you get it all out. This is why I'm fin- no, this is why I really want you to just get it all out. Cecily lets me go for hours. Give them what they what the saying go. Give them more rope to hang they fucking self with. Go she, ahead, friend. Talk she, your shit, friend. She Okay, but anyway, Lotto mentions Nicki Minaj, even even when even on the show, we talked about Lotto mentioning Nicki Minaj, and I was like, Lotto should have kept Nicki Minaj's name out of her mouth, and you was like, Lotto didn't, and I was like, stop mentioning yourself with the greats, even though I didn't even like, I seen the interview, and Lotto was like, for a long time, Nicki Minaj has been here, but now there are other women like this, and there, to me, there is still nobody on Nicki Minaj levels. I'm sorry, this has nothing to do with a bar. Nicki Minaj is the highest selling female rapper in the world. One of the one of the highest selling artists in the world, to one, be honest. Keep keep in mind, in all her rap, she say it's only two bitches that sell more than me, and they don't rap; they sing songs. Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj is one of the highest selling people in the world. Y'all can't mm-hmm. come in this industry three three days in talking about y'all on Nicki Minaj level. Stop! Stop! Let me TikToks because y'all got two million TikToks. Nicki Minaj has sold albums, and 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 it's the same thing Beyonce says. Y'all sell these singles, and y'all y'all don't understand how hard it is to sell albums. Nicki Minaj sells albums, and none mm-hmm. of y'all albums can compare to that. And y'all keep releasing albums, and they flop. Me and Cecily are the only people that listen to them. Okay, so let's stay current. Let's keep it current. Let's oh. keep let's let's let's. So that was just your feelings that you wanted to get off about new artists, okay? Okay, now let's so keep it she, current to the she, conversation. Nikki was like, Nikki. "This can't, 
this girl has probably this Karen has probably mentioned my name in over a hundred interviews. She says she waited in line for Pink Friday with her Barbie chain on, bangs, pink hair, blah blah blah. Lotto responded by calling Nikki a forty year old bully. Mm-hmm. she said first of all I text you cause I didn't want to do this internet shit with someone I looked up to just mm-hmm. like the first time I DM'd you asking about your ongoing sub tweets I want to speak up cause like I said I do agree by the way I do agree but the way you're going about it seems malicious especially mm-hmm. how we left off I ignored mm-hmm. countless sub tweets since March and instead addressed you in the DM." You're asking why I didn't speak up in your offense. defense. It's the same answer I gave you when you asked why I didn't congratulate you. You're literally older than my mom trying to be a bully. Nikki basically said, didn't you sell 20, 20K? You just made you flop. That's really why you mad. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lotto was like, the feature I wanted from you was never the problem. You passed on two of the songs I sent you. I still show love. You're not the mm-hmm. only person I sent songs to that passed. Never took mm-hmm. offense. I'm a rapper. Mm-hmm. Cute way to spin the narrative. Mm-hmm. And then everything after that was just nasty shots towards each other. But that's how um, it's Actually, uh, 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 there was something really important actually that happened after that because Lotto actually posted some clips of the phone conversation yeah, that but she and I didn't, Onika I, had. I didn't agree. I didn't what Lotto was trying to prove in that in that conversation I didn't I didn't get from that. So did you I don't um I, I did actually because I think that this is this is the thing about the barbs and and Nikki, I will say. Well, I feel like Lotto time. bit her tongue because she ended up going back and like, okay, maybe she's okay. This is exactly what she said versus what she originally was like. Okay, she was on the phone saying this, and Nikki was like, I never said that. And then she posted yeah. the clip and was she, like, actually, it was this. Yeah, she she clarified what the specific yeah, she clarified, word yeah. was. She clarified what the specific words were that. Nikki used but the sentiment of what Lotto was trying to convey that Nikki said was still true and this is actually the thing that Nicki Minaj and subsequently the barbs do which is why I would like to talk about a little bit of astrology because what you all have to remember is that Nicki Minaj is a Sagittarius and if you have ever argued with a Sagittarius you know that there are no depths of hell or heights of heaven that they will not go to avoid accountability to avoid having to take an L or even to simply just stop being assholes for a moment to just hear out their opponent their strategy is to always harp on the points that they think are important no matter how many um, rebuttals or responses there are to that. And their other strategy is to create as much chaos and um, chaotic energy in the conversation for you to also react to. That is a strat. That is a strategy. And I actually know this, not only from watching Nicki Minaj argue people, but also because my current nigga is a Sagittarius. And I and spent my five years with last one. partner was a Sagittarius. Pierre spent five years with one. And that is what they do. And here is why and I appreciate it. 
It's really disgusting and it's actually very frustrating. And that's why Nikki is always able and the bars are always able to get under the skin of people like Cardi and have Cardi out here crying and making a fucking fool out of herself. Same thing with, uh, you know, some of the other water signs and the other fire signs. We ain't never had no Capricorn be the opponent with Nikki. And here's what I liked about what was happening in the conversation with Nikki. And this is often the case. Nicki Minaj argues with people or the barbs argue with people on behalf of Nicki Minaj. And they are almost always arguing about two different things. And Onika will intentionally know that and will still only insist on arguing about the thing that she wants to argue about. And the reason why I said that Lotto handled her own in this situation with Nikki is because as a Capricorn, Lotto had a point that she was trying to make, which is that not whether or not the, the Grammys were right or wrong about Nikki's Grammy, which is that how Nikki interacts with people is nasty, mean, condescending, and passive aggressive. And she was bringing out her receipts and her um, rebuttals to refute that not to refute anything that Nikki was saying about being the queen of rap, about being the biggest person. Lotto never went on there and said, girl, nobody ever fucked with you. Lotto continuously said, even as she was arguing with Nikki, this is my idol turned hater. This is somebody that I looked up to. When Lotto posted the phone conversations that she was having with Nikki, the things that she was saying to Nikki on the phone was, I respect you actually too much to go back and forth with you. Clearly, we are not uh, coming to a consensus on this phone conversation. I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to support you from the sidelines. What she specifically said was, I'll support you from the sidelines, which basically means like, I'm not trying to beef with you, but I'm going to stay in my corner. You stay in yours. And that triggered Nikki the most because the first thing Nikki said was, that's not going to work in your favor. That's not going to benefit you. Basically like, to quietly support me or to not publicly come around to supporting me is something that is going to hurt you in your career. And to be honest, that is at this point in the game, I'm sorry, a ridiculous claim for Nikki to be making because beefing with Nicki Minaj is not going to hurt anybody's career at this in 2022. It's just not period. But also the point that Lotto was trying to make is that Nikki keeps her eyes to the fucking streets Nikki watches with all of these bitches who Nikki know not on her level. The bars know not on her level. Pretty much everybody knows not on her level, but that don't but stop Nikki mm-hmm. from watching all the moves that them bitches make, keeping an eye on everything that they say. And I actually, I text Pierre this. I actually have a theory about Lotto in particular. I feel like there are certain rappers that Nikki looks at who knows aren't necessarily talented, don't write their own shit, might be gimmicky, who who are not into the craft of rapping the way that she is. And she has already written them off as such. And she might even still work with them. But in her mind, she's looking at them as itty bitties, right? Because we know Nikki ain't above working with an itty bitty. I personally think she's had her eye on Miss Lotto for quite some time. And she's seen Lotto say in those interviews, I like Nicki Minaj. I love Nicki Minaj. I, that, that was one of my idols growing up. 
But she has been waiting for Lotto to come to her in a very specific way. She's been waiting on Lotto to pick a side in these little petty ass arguments that she hasn't. And if you ask me, Lotto has handled herself with more professionalism than that in this industry, which is why she's on a sold out tour with Lizzo right now, instead mm-hmm. of being involved in some of this other shit. Mm-hmm. And Lotto never did that. Lotto never felt like she took a side. And to be honest, I feel like Lotto learned from what people like Megan had to go through who didn't pick a side and had to deal with so much fucking uh, animosity from the barbs and from Nikki. And so I think Lotto learned, I'm just going to take my seat back. Yes, I looked up to Nicki Minaj just like all these other girls did. I'm going to submit my songs to for consideration to see if she wants to be featured on them. If she accepts it, that's cool. I got the acceptance from Wayne. That was amazing. Nicki Minaj declined a couple of songs. That's cool too. I'm not beefing with her about it. My time might come down the road, but I'm not going to build loyalty with this woman by choosing sides in her beats. And I feel like that pissed Onika off because Onika wants the sloppy top, bitch. Onika don't just want flowers in the day, bitch. You got to slob on that cat because you know it's fat, bitch. Onika wants you to come on your knees fucking groveling. And when you do not, Onika is going to cut the fuck up. And I think Onika could not hold her tongue anymore on Lotto. She thought she was going to be able to take that cute little shot. Like, well, Big Energy got nominated for this. And all, and Lotto didn't even have to say Nikki's name. All she had to do was say, damn, I can't even be happy. And Nikki said, at bitch, quote tweet, I've been waiting to be on your ass. Da, 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 da. And I feel like Lotto, that's what Lotto was responding to. This old, this lady has been subbing me in her, in her, in her words, this old ass bitch been subbing me for months. I've been peeping grandma. it. I've been peeping it. I ain't been saying shit. I've been doing my own fucking thing. Even even when it's giving coke was trending, that could have been an opportunity for Lotto to be so petty. We talked about that because the, it was the lyrics in her song. She went and defended that. And I feel like she got, she even, even, she even, when Nikki got the coming at her on the internet, Lotto didn't even respond right away, which is more we can say for you other bitches. Which is more than we can say for you other bitches. She got on the phone. They was, yeah, they, I was just gonna say because they was on the phone. They she got they, on the phone with her and she thank and and Lotto handled the shit so graciously. No, she was she like, didn't. Thank you. Yes, she did. She was on the phone literally after the argument. Like, listen, well, we not gonna agree. I'm not gonna go toe to toe with you. I have too much respect. Twitter, I have too much hold on, no, no, no. I have too much respect for you to be going back and forth with you. I'm gonna go ahead and let you go. Nikki started getting loud again lotto said i'm not trying to go there with you i have to i'm gonna support you from the sidelines nikki started getting loud again and then nikki also didn't let it go because because lotto didn't come to the conclusion that nikki wanted her to come to period and so and, and i feel like that's why you know unlike a lot of situations that's why like for a lot of people this was like the straw even like other barbs was like or I guess I shouldn't say bars, but even people who typically are like, well, Nikki ain't lying. These bitches don't be right. And these bitches, they was like, okay, oh, Nikki, leave this girl alone. Yeah. She ain't yeah. I, said it. I said it in my close friends and in my circle. I was like, nah, Nikki. But here's the thing. I agree 100% with everything Cecily just said. I agree with all of that shit. Um, but Lotto wasn't as innocent as I didn't she, say she was innocent. Yeah, um, 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 let me finish. I agree with everything you said. Now I'm bringing up Lotto's dirt 
Um, Lotto played a huge part in that Twitter argument. And one of the things I hate. Which which Twitter argument? The one with her and Nikki. Okay. One of the things I really, really hate about people, and it always bites them in their ass, is when when you're cool with somebody and you look up to somebody but then something cool does and looking up to somebody not the same things i also well, want to clarify that well if okay so for example if cecily and i were to ever get into it oh don't say that friend i will it's never gone. like bring up shit when we were friends or when i admired her that to me that makes me look like a whack bitch and if she did that to me i would be like you a whack bitch like what you Don't, what you mean what you mean like you wouldn't bring up like good shit or bad shit bad shit so mm-hmm. here's lotto after saying she looked up to nikki wanted all these features now they are arguing and lotto is like your husband a rapist nikki minaj been married for three four years you've wanted these features the past three four years and what that got to do with the fact that that woman husband still a rapist? Because what that you tell what they got to do with y'all arguing? Because no. if if the, you didn't care, what lot of mama being white got to do with any? You got to do with anything? Your, she she didn't she didn't that didn't, she didn't mention that. She did. She called her a Karen because her mom is white. No, she called her a Karen because she was online. No, she called her a Karen because her mom is white. No, that was a joke about Lotto. Yes, it is. That was a that's joke about Lotto being biracial. That's not A hundred percent. No, it wasn't. A hundred percent. Yes, it was. Why else no, would she call that girl a Karen? She called her a Karen because she was online crying for sympathy and She wasn't she crying. Was, she was. But anyway. She wasn't. She was defending herself. Ain't that what y'all always love, say you be doing? I love how Nicki Minaj put out a list and was like, you did not care about my husband being a rapist when you just asked me for three three features. Now we're into it and you're like, your husband a rapist. Don't do that. Two, you didn't care about Kodak Black being a rapist. You worked with him. Three, you don't care about um, who produced Big Dick Energy. Um, Dr. Luke. Dr. Luke. You didn't, you didn't, you, even though he produced um, Super Freaky Girl too. Yikes. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but Nikki don't. Okay. Um, Nikki has made of, it clear that she don't give a fuck about the rape. <laughs> no, go ahead and say it, friend. Go ahead and say it because that's what you wanted to say. Uh, Nikki has made it clear that she don't give a fuck about the rape. <laughs> and and three and four, bitch. I'm never. Nikki said I'm never raped nobody. All I did is inspire hundreds of millions of people, including you, bitch. So if you go throw shots at me. Like men, you can't get into it, and you can't be. You gonna be like, bitch. That's why your ass. That's why you cock at it. I'm gonna be like, I bitch, think it depends. But how long, but you, see, how long no, you no, no, was no, I no, no. Cock at it when we was homegirls. But I also think that that is what you are saying as a civilized person, expecting to go into a civilized argument, and that's what I'm yeah, trying to say about the I'm chaotic saying, energy of a Sagittarius. Because hold on, no, 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 no. Because I think that. Lotto for a very long time in the beginning of the tweets and even after the in the phone conversation tried so hard to keep the decorum and Nikki kept taking it there and taking all them low ass shots. So 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 now no 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 let me let me finish no 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 because Because now it goes from we can agree to disagree 
to now, bitch, you're my op, and now I can say whatever the fuck you want. Because Pierre, yeah, if me and you get into it about Pierre, we can't agree that we disagree. Agree, but, we can agree to also, disagree. But if we, if we into but it, but if me and you get into it and you say you, that's why I don't fuck with you, you fat bitch, and I never liked you anyway. That takes it from okay, we was just agreeing to disagree to now Pierre has positioned himself as my op, and now but we I have, and now I'm gonna say whatever the fuck I want to say about you. But I won't, I won't. I won't mention, I don't think we will mention anything that it, I feel like when she mentioned the husband shit, that's like uh, you shouldn't be seen in a light, like I can't mention, Cecily you a rapist after mm. falling out with you, you gonna be like I'm not a rapist, by the well, way Cecily, Cecily is not a rapist, y'all, trigger warning Cecily is not a rapist <laughs> Like I can't be your friend for ten years and then we stop being friends and you be like, okay, and bitch, you are you Pierre, you be molesting people. But also they like, were not friends. I think what she you're witnessing, to, she, she looked, looked up, up to, to her, but that's but different. That's different fan. than being friends. You because here's be- what I think that was: what you were witnessing is somebody giving the benefit of the doubt that they held for a person and throwing that shit out the window because that's the difference no because that's the difference but if i find out and you say bitch that's why your um your husband um stabbed people in new york who jay-z was stabbing people yes don't none of these bitches got good men. Believe me, not a Beyonce. I personally, not a Cardi. I, I think Jay Z be making up some of but the this stuff. Was, he was doing no, this was uh, this was old Jay Z before he met sixteen year old Beyonce. But I just, I, I, I don't know. I kind of feel like at the point where a motherfucker, and again, this is also maybe me speaking from a place of trauma from having multiple arguments with Sagittarius. I, just feel like she I know that they can push you there. Gave her a feature. I feel like a lot of things wouldn't have happened if Nikki wouldn't have given her a feature. I also feel like, but I, but I also feel like Nikki wouldn't have said what she would have said if she would have given Lotta a motherfucking feature. Like that's the thing about it. It never happened. It's a bunch of fucking woulda, coulda, shouldas. But like when you, when somebody that you have actually low key gone out of your way to not beef with, especially when they've been beefing with so many people around you, who all of a sudden is upset with you because you have a, because that's the other thing. It's like Nikki saying big energy got this categorization and super freaky girl didn't is not an outlandish or, or offensive thing to say, but neither is damn. I can't even be happy. That's also not an outlandish thing to say. All Nikki had to say was, girl, you could be happy all you want to. I'm just calling out the difference. Like that could have been that on that. The way Nikki dragged that out, and this is going back to my point, it wasn't about the fucking Grammy categorization. It was about Nikki saying, I want you to kiss my ass and in a way that you have not been doing and Lotto basically saying, well, you had a really fucking funny way of showing it because you've been subbing me for months. And Nikki saying, girl, I don't give a fuck that I've been subbing you. I'm the queen of rap. And you know what I'm saying? And I just don't feel like, like Nikki, Nikki basically told her, like, if you not standing with me exactly how and where and when I need you to stand, you're against me, bitch. And I think Lotto was like, damn, I thought it was a little bit of a middle ground that could be had. But okay, bitch, if you against me, then let's fucking go there. And that's why Lotto ain't delete none of them motherfucking tweets. And that's a Capricorn for your ass. Because 
yeah well y'all can go ahead and boo y'all don't have to motherfucking agree but that's why i fuck with lotto and that's why a lot of people was coming out of this shit on on lotto say i think every time nikki argue with cardi she argue with whoever jt argue with cardi and people always be like who chad the rap girls arguing again da, 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 da. but i feel like a lot of people was like now nikki because we were trying to find the thing that lotto had done that was so offensive and it just didn't exist and that's the shit with Nikki. Like she be wanting to make, like you can have all the honest conversations about the industry that you want. But I feel like Nikki be really trying to make that shit. Like she be, and because that's why we still talk about Nikki on this podcast. Cause what Nikki has said is true. Nikki ain't raped no fucking body. And so as, as fucked up as it is, the ways in which she collaborates with, uh, with rapists and is married to one and got her brother out of jail and Kodak and Tanak Takashi and everybody that problematic that Nikki has worked with, she herself ain't never coerced nobody's boundaries as far as we're concerned. So we're going to make space for her to talk about her without just like these other shows make space for these problematic ass niggas who actually have assaulted somebody. Right. And I think that same shit should like she don't ever give nobody else that grace it's like you do the slightest thing that nikki don't like and it's just like off with the bitch head and it's so interesting and it's so interesting that like nikki wants grace so much grace for so many things and she is not willing and nikki never assumes she never assumes the best about people and that's also that's a character flaw for me when you assume that everybody that everything that that somebody do it was from a place of malice and they was they was literally trying to drive the dagger in your heart no that's a you thing i just think that i personally just think the industry was really hard on Nicki minaj boo fucking who the industry is hard on all of these girls i think the industry was hard on Nicki minaj and it created a monster and Nicki Minaj is now Nicki Minaj. That's all. Let's wrap that up. As long as we, as long as we on the same page. <laughs> Y'all, we are but, independent. But just, just real quick though, before you do your outros, if you have a Sagittarius problem that you need to deal with, you go ahead and get me on the line. I'm Cecily, the Capricorn Whisperer. I can get you a Capricorn representative to handle your Sagittarius problems. Call Actually, me. if you are dealing with the Sagittarius, Megan the Stallion has a new website out to deal with people going through mental things because I know (laughs) somewhere driving you crazy. A Sagittarius Sagittarius got me kicked out of college two or three times. um, Sagittarius. And when I tell you, for some reason, I still talk to this nigga today thinking that he will just be like, you know what? I am so sorry for all the shit I'll put you through. Y'all, this nigga just does not give a fuck. Like, it, like he's on to the next one. Like, but anyway, um, we are an independent podcast and we really need to support. <laughs> so you can find us at patreon.com slash first first show. It is really popping over there, y'all. That's when y'all think we talk about some shit over here, over there at the Patreon. We get butt naked. Um, you get early access to episodes. He lying, y'all. He won't even let me on his fucking close friends on Twitter. He ain't getting butt naked. <laughs> Exclusive <laughs> reviews from me and Cecily. You get all that. Uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Purse First Show. You can find Cecily at Bed Fed Black Girl, and you can find me at Prince Charming P. 
fuck consider please go ahead if you heard this episode today if you heard the episode last week if you heard any episode if you heard a snippet please y'all give us five stars we need it it's how we get paid um we need a five star rating on apple podcast spotify wherever you listen if you listen it in your grandma basement tell granny to give us five stars and thank y'all for listening to the kids this week it was about Nicki Minaj guess what next week will go be about we, <laughs> exactly we, we, shall, we shall see we also want to say shout out to Critical Minded which is an initiative to support cultural critics of color co-founded by the Nathan Cummins Foundation and the Ford Foundation they have been the biggest plug for Purse First and we fuck with them forever for that I holla <laughs>